Now, I want to go to the God dimension. Now listen to me. The Bible says the race is not for the swift. The battle is not for the strong. But one thing that makes a difference is God. And that is the dimension that I want to look at. Paul plants, Apollo waters, but it is God that gives the increase. You can do all these things together. If God does, if you don't bring the dimension of God into it, it may be it may just be toiling. It will be toiling. And let's look at the dimension of God. And this that I'm going to talk to us is very, very important. Number one, the dimension of God, which you have to do. You have to work on your thoughts. Now listen to me. We've talked about ideas and all. God is interested in your thoughts. The Bible makes it clear in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. When God was going to destroy your whole world, why, what made God destroy your whole world? Look at Genesis 6, 5. The scripture says they said God destroyed humanity because of bad thoughts. Bad thoughts. God expects every one of us to think positively. To think positively. Don't think negative. Think positively. Don't never you think defeat. Always see that there, never you see yourself as somebody that does not have hope, even in the midst of darkness. It is a season. There are seasons of life. There is a season for hard, there is a season of hardship. There is a season of test and trial. Season of hardship is like God is not there. It's like everything you know about the word of God is not true. Keep take care of your thoughts. Don't allow your thoughts to, to go into recession. Recession may be around you. Don't allow it to enter your mind, your thoughts. Don't allow it to enter your thoughts. So your thought is very important. Thoughts are seeds. So you have to plant the right seed. You have, you have, your thought is, a, is your mind. Your mind is a ground. Your ideas, those things that thoughts that come, they are seeds that you come to plant on your mind. On your mind. So don't allow negative seed to be planted in your mind. Your thoughts are seed. Don't allow thoughts of suicide. Why do people people why do people commit suicide? Because they don't see a better tomorrow. You don't see a better tomorrow. Don't ever get to a point where you will think that your tomorrow is not guaranteed. Jesus Christ said, hey, 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 do not worry about your tomorrow for the Lord God says he will knows and he will take care of your tomorrow. He said the birds of the air, they don't toil, they don't toil, they don't plan, they don't do anything, but yet your Father in heaven pro provides for them. Are you much, not much more bigger and better than the flowers that appear now and die or like the birds? Listen to me. It is because of you that God does not sleep nor slumber. So let your thoughts be right. Don't allow thoughts of depression. Don't allow thoughts of recession. Don't allow negative thoughts to take root in you. Please know that you can. You our life goes in direction of our thoughts. Have thoughts of strong that I'm going to recover from this. Have thoughts that I'm going to recover from this. Your thoughts. Number two. To activate the dimension of God on all those things that we have said. Number two is that you must declare it. Mark chapter 11 verse 23. 
Mark 11, 23. He says, If you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and you do not doubt in your heart that those things which you have said shall come to say, You shall have what you have said. Mark 11, 23. Listen to me carefully. Your declaration. Number one, your thoughts. Then number two, you declare it. Don't be afraid to declare it. Don't be afraid to declare it. Declare it. Every morning when you wake up, declare it. I'm going to recover. I'm not going to die with this recession. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be swept away from the, with this recession. Declare it. Whatever you declare, you see. Whatever you, you put in your thoughts is what you attract to yourself. Whatever you think of, you attract. Remember, the Bible says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you're able to ask or imagine, above all you're able to ask or think. So whatever you think, you attract. Whatever you declare, you see. Whatever you think, you attract. Whatever you declare, you see. Remember that. Keep this. Write it somewhere. Whatever you think, you attract. Whatever you speak, you see. So you have to speak it forth. You have to speak it forth. Even don't speak what is around you. Don't talk about what is around you. Talk about where you are going to. Declare it. Even if you are sick, please declare it. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I'm healed. Oh, but your body is feeling down. No, I'm healed. I believe I'm healed. I proclaim it. Don't let the weak say I'm strong. Don't say, oh, I am weak. Anytime you declare, anything you declare, you begin to see. You say, I'm weak. Your body begins to bite down. Oh, yes, I'm weak. No, I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm a champion. I'm a star. I'm on top. People may, you may think people will say, people may see that, is this not pride? No, it is not pride. That is the principle of God. That's the principle of God. Some time ago, you know, I was talking with a family and um, I was talking with somebody. I went to see the house they were building and I went to see and I was looking at the cabinet and this and I said, ah, it looks as though it was on the, that the price of this thing is on the high side. It's a bit expensive. And there was a lady who was there and said, even personally that never says things are expensive. He had to say that it's on the high side. And I was wondering, do you mean people actually listen to you, to what you say? Yes. Things, don't ever say, I can't afford it. You may say, I can't afford it now. Put the word now. Because later you're going to afford it. When you say, I can't afford it, you shut down your mind. You shut down your system. So you have to declare it. You have to declare it. Please stop saying negative. Start declaring it. Oh, your mind telling you, can't you see? You've been saying it all the while. Nothing is happening. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Our life move in the direction of what we speak. What we say, everything in your life is as a result of what you speak. So number one, your thoughts. Number two, what you speak. Number three, you must have faith. This is extremely important. Faith, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. It says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Your faith must be substantial. You must have faith. Jesus Christ said, if you have a faith as small as the mustard seed, you will tell this mountain to be removed and be cast out into the sea, and it will happen. He didn't say if you have a faith as big as the mountain, you will move a mustard seed. No. He said you will have a faith as small as the mustard seed. You will move a mountain. Faith is very, very much important. If your faith is as small as the mustard seed, and there is no doubt, you will move a mustard seed, and you will move a mountain. Faith as small as the mustard seed, with no doubts, with no unbelief, you will move a mountain. But if you have a faith as small as mustard seed and you have unbelief as big as a mountain, you can't move anything. So, you must have that strong faith in you. 
Like, I am going to go through this. I am going through this. I am going through this. This will not swallow me up. How do you know? Because I have faith in God's word. Your faith is important. How do you acquire faith? Listen. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Romans 10 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing God's word. Listen to God's word. Read God's word. Let God's word be stored up in you. Stop listening to negative testimonies. Stop listening to people who have failed businesses. Stop listening to people who died of recession. Don't listen to such. When you turn on the news today, what you will see majorly is bad, bad news. So what do you do? Stop listening to news. Don't listen to it once. For you to be aware of what you are going to, what the world is going through. Listen to it once so that you can position yourself. After you have listened to it once, leave it out. And start working on your idea. Faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. Unbelief also comes by hearing and hearing things that are negative. So don't give yourself to negative things. Please close your ears. You are not, you are not a dustbin. You are not a junk. Where people come and drop negative things. If you know that somebody is always talking to you and when he's leaving you, you feel dry, you feel bad, you feel down. Please stop talking to the person. Friendship is by choice. You have to make up your mind. What you've got to do. Friendship is by choice. So please, listen to faith feed words. Listen to messages. And I will always say, listen to Dominion Voice Christian Outreach. Please. There are so many teachings we have taken on different spheres of life, on finances and relationship. Go visit Dominion Voice website. www.dominionvoice.com There are teachings there. There are teachings that are written. There are teachings that are there. Please listen to them. Listen to them. Listen to them. Store God's word in your spirit. The Bible says, guide your heart with all diligence. For there is springs the issues of life. Guide your heart. Let faith build in you. Listen to the word. Listen to positive testimonies. Don't listen to people who are naysayers. Then it is not possible. That person did that business, he failed. Oh, you are too old. It's an excuse. Oh, he failed. No. Like I will always cite that example. The man that started KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, he started that company at the age of 65. When people are retiring. And look at it up till today. 65 years. So who tells you you are too old? Who tells you you cannot start that new dream? It's a lie of the devil. So build your faith. Don't listen to doubt. Number four, which is the dimension of God, which you have to connect with God, is effective prayer. Please, take this important Prayer. Listen to this. Prayer makes life easy. Faith makes things work. When you have faith, your faith makes your dreams and makes things work. But when what makes your life easy is prayer. A lot of us are lazy to pray, not to talk of fasting. And here's some people say, Oh, Jesus Christ has fasted all the fasting I need to do. It's a lie. Jesus Christ says, When you fast, it is a if you fast. So when you fast, close your door. So do it secretly. So that when you do it secretly, your Father in heaven will reward you openly. So, what are we talking about? Please take time to pray. The reason why people are, why we are going through hard life is because we don't pray. Beloved, I cannot overemphasize this. Prayer 
changes things. I hear people say, oh, my marriage is going down. I ask you, have you prayed? Oh, I talked to my husband, he's not listening. Yes, I've not spoken to him. Have you prayed? Please, there is nothing prayer cannot change. Why? Because when you pray, you move from the realm of man, you move to the realm of God. When you pray, you, relieve, you reduce the, you reduce man's interference and you bring in God's you bring in God's involvement. God begins to get involved with what you do. Please take time to pray. Don't pray only in during the day. If you know your day, your children are disturbing you when you pray, please take time to pray. Keep vigils. Don't pray only in the night when you have church vigils alone. Pray all the time. Pray all the time. Pray without season. Pray on those issues that are not right. Pray on your business. Pray on your career. Pray on your children. Pray on your health. Pray all manner of prayers. Consistently put yourself, give yourself devotedly to prayer. Prayer makes life easy. Are you going through hard life? Before you move, please pray. Pray. Take time to pray. Effective prayer. James chapter 5 verse 16. James 5 16 says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. I like the way the, King, the, the Amplified Bible puts it. I hope I'll quote it correctly. It said the effectual, heartfelt, fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, makes tremendous power available, which is dynamic in his working. The effectual, heartfelt, fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, which is dynamic in his working. You have to make tremendous power available to change things. So prayer. And then lastly, I'm rounding off now. What is the dimension of God when it comes to this? You must be born again. You must be saved. Now listen to me. Jesus Christ said, <laughs> He said, we cannot give that which belongs to children to dogs. That is, if you are not yet born again, if you are not yet receiving into your life as your personal Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ refers you to as a dog. And moreover, if you are not born again, remember, note this, you are a sinner. You are a sinner. And the Bible says the prayer of a sinner is an abomination to the Lord. Please listen to me carefully. This is very important. If you are listening to me wherever you are and you are not born again, being born again will not only take you to heaven because you need to be born twice for you to enter heaven. You are born once physically, you have to be born of the spirit. He that is born of the spirit is spirit, and he that is born of the flesh is flesh. You, know, to be, you need to be born twice before you can be born, before you can make it to heaven. But aside from that, so that you can pray, your prayer can be answered. So that you can act on all these principles, these things that we have discovered that will bring your rapid recovery because you need the help of God. You need the help of God. If you are not born again, I want to give you that opportunity right now for you to call unto him. The Bible says, Jesus Christ said, I stay at the door and I knock. Anyone that opens the door, I will come in and dine with him. He is always there knocking, knocking on the door of your heart. 
Lord, adventure is not the first time you have had the message of salvation. But you know what? You need to give your heart to him. You need to come out of it. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, my body is light and my yoke is easy. He wants to take the body that is heavy, the body of sickness and pains, and he wants to give you that which is easy. He wants to, he's telling you that, look, anyone that wants to follow me must come to me and take his cross. That cross is not a burden. That cross is that which will lift you. So anyone that looks upon me will be saved. If you look upon that cross. The cross does not take you down. The cross lifts you up. 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 The cross is not pulling you down. The cross lifts you. It lifts you up. You know, some time ago, I was I watched something on the internet, on the on the face on the Instagram, some on the you um, what's it called now on the WhatsApp. Somebody sent it to my WhatsApp. Some group of people who made a cross with a balloon, and then after they made the the cross with a rosary with the balloon, they now they took it up and they left it, and the balloon lifted up the cross and it began to go up. And I looked at it and I said, wow, that is exactly what the cross does. The cross does not put you down. The cross lifts you up. Are you saved? Are you born again? If you are born again, then be steadfast. But if you are not born again, I want to give you this opportunity for you to give your heart to Christ. It's very simple. The Bible says, if you shall believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and he rose from the dead, he said, you shall be saved. That's all. That's all. And then it will come into your heart and it will give you the power to live above sin. Stop the struggle. Shall we pray? If you want to give your heart to him, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Just pray a minute from the depth of your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to accept you as my Lord and Savior. I am very sorry for my sins. And I ask for forgiveness. Please forgive me. Wash me with your precious blood. Today, I give my heart to you. Today, I am saved. Today, I am born again. Thank you, Lord. Glory to his name. In Jesus' name. Now, let me pray with you. Let me pray for you right now, wherever you are. Lord Jesus, I pray for everyone that have said this prayer. They have confessed you as their Lord and Savior. They have asked you to come into their hearts. You said anyone that comes to you, you will know why it's cast away. But I pray that you will accept them into the beloved. But I pray that you will save them to the ultimost. But I pray, O oh Lord God Almighty, that you will deliver them. From every habit and affliction of the devil, I command today, because they are no longer children of the devil, they are now children of Jesus. I decree today that you are saved. You are delivered from the oppression of the devil in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Today, as you have received Christ into your life, I receive grace for you to continue to walk with him. Never to look back. You will not look back. Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. You will not look back in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Wherever you are, I pray. Maybe I know you or we may never meet again. At the marriage supper of the Lamb, we all will be there. Then we shall die in Jesus. Thank you, Father. Today you are born again. Today you are saved. 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.